This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. Success forces, and we're going through these forces, uh, these forces since the beginning of the year. And I'm very sure this morning that the Lord will bless you. We are looking at the topic we call the force of kingdom dedication. The force of kingdom dedication. And I want us to understand this morning, there are unusual privileges we will enjoy by allowing God to use us. There are unusual privileges you're going to enjoy by allowing God to use you. Allowing God to use what he has given you, your skills, your gift, whatever it is. There are unusual privileges you're going to enjoy. And the question this morning is, can God trust you? Can God count on you? Can God depend on you? You see, if you, if you, you can ask Apostle Peter, Jesus told him, borrow me your boat. I just, I need your boat. And the story was a net-breaking catch. You see, we have told all night, but because he gave the Lord his boat, he experienced unusual breakthrough in his life. Can you shout the man? Unusual breakthrough. So the question is that, can God count on you to use your boat? Can God count on you to use your skill, your gift, your resources, whatever he has given you, can God count on you? Because there is no kingdom elevation without kingdom dedication. There is nothing like that. For you to go up in the kingdom, you must dedicate your whole life to God. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Now, we're starting this morning from the book, from the book of um, Philippians chapter 2, Philippians chapter 2, from verse 7 to verse 9. Amen? Philippians chapter 2, from verse 7 to verse 9. Sorry for those notes you're going to say there. Okay. Now he said, but made him of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Mark the word servant. And was made in the likeness of man. Therefore, God elevated him, talking about Jesus, to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above every name. Can you shout the man? He took the form of a servant. He was dedicated to God. Therefore, God elevated him. His dedication was what guaranteed his dedication was what guaranteed his elevation. In the kingdom of God, I want you to strictly understand that your lifting is tied to your dedication to God. Can you shout the man? Your lifting is tied to your dedication to God. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Some of my notes are there, but I'm going to be skipping them. Hallelujah. Okay. 
Now, Acts chapter 10, from verse 1 to verse 3. You're going to see that on your screen if you're watching online. You see, I want you to understand this. What is important of dedication or kingdom devotion? Hallelujah. Acts chapter 10 from verse 1 to verse, I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 5. The Bible says, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment, a devout man. Back the word, a devout man. That means a dedicated man, someone who is dedicated to God. And one who feared God with all his household, who gave arms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the night hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius, I want to stop there for a moment. He said, what I wanted to understand is that there are three kinds of dedication or service to God. One is your body, your fellowship with God. That's what that man did there with his whole household. That's, that's talking about fellowship. You participating in the kingdom, doing something, the kingdom for God, using whatever God has given you to serve. Number two, he talked about prayer, talked about spiritual service. Number three, he talks about even uh, generously, talking about financial service. So, and what God is saying is that he does this always. Mark the word, he prayed to God always. Whatever he was doing, he was dedicated to it. You see, I want you to understand that God knows your name. When the angel of the Lord came, he called him by his name. There's nothing, he doesn't just know you. He knows who, he knows who, he knows your name. Can you shout amen? And God is saying here is that this man, his dedication was never unnoticed. God is seen, God saw it. You see, all this physical thing we are doing, you think they are physical, they are spiritual. There's a record to everything you do in the kingdom of God. And God will always remember. He doesn't forget. He's a God that remembers. Can you show the man? Let's continue before I explain more on this. Now, Acts verse 4 to verse 5. The Bible says that, and when he observed him, his, the Cornelius, when he observed the angel, he was afraid and said, why? What is it? What is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Now sent men to Joppa and sent for Simon, whose son name is Peter. Can you shout amen? Your giving, your worship, your prayer, your commitment to God will never go unnoticed. Can never go unnoticed. Whatever you do in the kingdom of God is not just recorded. It will be remembered and it will be rewarded. And I don't know what you get me. Whatever you're doing in the kingdom of God will never go unnoticed. unnoticed. It will be remembered. It is recorded and it will be rewarded. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout hallelujah? So your kingdom dedication is not just a physical activity. Your kingdom dedication is a spiritual force that creates a spiritual record 
in heaven's reward system. Everything you do, you do for God in the kingdom, there's a reward for it. Can you shout the man? And the Bible says his prayer has come up as a memorial. As a memorial. You know what that means? The spiritual monument you have built through your giving and your time to God has drawn heaven attention. The things you are doing in the kingdom. Memorial means is all he was doing, the way he was serving God, because some, something was building in the realms of the spirit. He was building his spiritual account. Things were growing in the spirit in his account. And the Bible tells us about the story that this man, it was through this same man that the kingdom of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ came unto us, Gentile. It was through him. When God told Peter to go to, to him, that he has sent him to him, that God has had his prayer, Peter refused to go. He said, I'm not going there. Because Peter has never entered into the house of a Gentile in his whole life. Because said, that is the door through which the gospel is going to reach to us. It was through that man. You got the gospel through that man's commitment and dedication to God. That is how we were saved. That is how we, the gospel was able to move from the Jews to the Gentiles through that man. And he shout hallelujah. And the miracle that happened when Peter got there, I wanted to go and read it. I can't, I can't go through the whole story. As Peter was talking, miracle happened everywhere. They got the gift of the Spirit. Everything happened in that same place. And Peter was trying to explain to the, these apostles that I didn't go there. He was trying to explain. I didn't go there. God asked me to go. I didn't want to go. He was trying to explain. But this is what dedication can do. Can you shout amen? This is what dedication can change and open your heavens. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 10. I'm, I'm driving somewhere. You're going to understand this, this message in a, in, a, in a short while. Hallelujah. Hebrews 6 verse 10. For God, the faithful one, hallelujah, for God, the faithful one, is not unfair. How can he forget the work you have done for him? How? He remembers the love you demonstrated as you continually serve his beloved ones and for the glory of his name. You see, I didn't understand service so much until 2018. 2018, January 26th, I can't forget it. We have not started the church that time. And we used to do seminars and all that. One morning, one evening, it was an evening, I was reading, we want to read that scripture too. I was reading. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 14. That was what I was meditating upon. And I had a clear voice, very clear voice. I said, flip your Bible. Just flip your Bible. That's what I had. Flip your Bible. I flipped my Bible. That was where, that is exactly where my eye went. That's what I saw. This Bible verse. Hebrews 6 verse 10. And God spoke to me directly. Your service to me will be rewarded. Your service to me has a great reward. Not in heaven. On the earth here, not heaven here. I'm going to reward your work. And when I under, when I had that revelation, the way I took serving God changed. That's all you can see. When I serve, I don't look at anybody because I understand what I'm doing. That is the only way I can go up. There's no other way. The revelation of service was done on me. 
And I don't look at anybody. I serve. I'm not, I'm not, to be very frank with you, I, I serve. But whether you're a pastor or you're a bishop, whoever you, are, whoever you are in the kingdom, you are designed to serve. I am not an executive pastor. I'm telling you. Because this is where the blessings will be released unto us. Can you shout the man? So, my question to you this morning, God said, I am faithful. I am not unfair. If you want to climb up in the kingdom, your service is very, very, very important. And God is saying this morning, make sure that you are serving according to the capacity that God has placed in your heart. Make sure you are serving according to the capacity. Don't serve below the capacity that God has placed in your heart. Because God sees, he notices your faithfulness. He notices your devotion and your dedication to his kingdom. And that dedication will never go unrewarded. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Now, um, Luke chapter 1. Sorry for the notes. I didn't, I was supposed to get it up, but I did not just, but it's okay. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1. From verse 8 to verse 10. One day, talking about Zachariah, one day as Zachariah was going about his work in the temple, for his division was on duty that the honor fell on him by, by loss to enter the inner sanctuary and burn incense before the Lord. Meanwhile, a great crowd stood outside in the temple, in the temple called praying as they always Mark the word, as they always, as they always did during that part of the service when the incense were being burned. Can you shout amen? Okay, I'm going to finish. Verse, uh, let's go to verse 11 to verse 13. This, um, this, um, I'm reading the next one. I'm reading to verse 13. Then Zachariah was in the sanctuary when suddenly an angel appeared standing to the right of the altar of incense. Zacharias was startled and terrified. But the angel said, don't be afraid, Zachariah, for I have come to tell you that God has heard your prayer. Somebody shout hallelujah. God will hear your prayer in the name of Jesus. Your prayers are answered in the name of Jesus. Now the first place we read said, the Lord fell on him to come and serve. You see, in the kingdom of God, our service is not it's not going to be according to our terms. It's going to be according to God's terms. Hallelujah. It's not according to how you want to serve. It's according to what God wants you to do. The Lord fell on him. And he didn't bother. He still went. Despite the challenges in his life, he went. So kingdom dedication requires sacrifice. And it is not going to be convenient. But if you can make up your mind to serve God in every capacity that God has put in your heart, I want to guarantee you that you're going to have a testimony. You see, the Bible says suddenly an angel appeared. It says the word, the suddenly, it did not mean that the miracle happened. Immediately the angel came. Something has been building up. He has been building up prayer, worship, service. Whatever that happened to him was as a result of accumulation of his service to God. Suddenly, 
Can you shout hallelujah? Now, every sudden burst of God's visitation is an accumulation of your dedication bringing your expectation into manifestation. Every sudden burst did not just happen. So that is why it's important for us to keep building and serving because something we are setting up a spiritual record that will be remembered and that will be rewarded. Can you shout hallelujah? So he encounter came when he was not even expecting it. Suddenly, there will be a sudden visitation of God for someone at the sound of my voice this morning. I said, there will be a sudden visitation for someone at the sound of my voice in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10, I want to show you something very important here. It was written so that we would understand that the one spiritually plowing and spiritually treading out the grain also labor with the expectation of enjoying the harvest. With the expectation of enjoying the harvest. What God is saying that there's going to be harvest. Every of your dedication and service to God will always come with a reward. And what God is saying, always, whenever you're serving, whenever you're on your duty post for God, be conscious. Because when you are conscious, you can't lose a battle. When you're conscious, your miracle will come. So, God is saying here that when you're plowing, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, whatever you're serving God, that that service expects something. Don't plow as someone without hope. You see, when you see someone who's planting in a farm, someone who plants with the expectation of a big harvest, is different. The way he plants is different from someone who is planting for fun of it. So, when he said, you must have hope that there's a harvest. When you're serving God, that's a reward. And God is saying your reward will be released in your life in the name of Jesus. So God is saying you got to plow with hope. Serve with expectation. Serve with joy. Serve with integrity. Serve with discipline. Serve with passion. Every service you're rendering in the kingdom will never go unrewarded. Can you shout hallelujah? So, the fastest way to seal your victory is to be conscious of your service to God. Because your service to God must bring the reward. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. I want to show you the reward, the reward force of kingdom dedication. I'm going somewhere. I'm going, I'm, just follow me. I'm going to understand this thing a little bit. The reward force of kingdom dedication. When I'm serving God, when I'm dedicated to God, what are my rewards? Because you, you must have an expectation in mind that whatever you desire, God will do it. God is not a man. God cannot just use you and not bless you. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. One ever-increasing blessing. Ever, when you serve God, ever-increasing blessing. Hallelujah. When you are dedicated to God, when you are dedicated to God, you will enjoy an ever-increasing
increasing blessings of God. Now, Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 20. He said, a faithful man will abound with blessing. A dedicated man. That man who is devote, devoted to God. Devoted to his assignment. Devoted to what God has called him to do. That man will be blessed. Are you sure the man? That man will be blessed. You will be blessed in the name of Jesus. I said the blessing is coming into your life in Jesus' name. I'm going to run, okay. Number two, the reward force of kingdom dedication. You're going to see that on your screen. If you're watching online, it, be, this, you're going to see this displays on your screen. The reward force of kingdom dedication. Number two, deliverance and divine healing. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning. God is sending deliverance and healing in your life. Deliverance and See, your work in the kingdom will never be in vain. Your contribution in the kingdom will never be in vain. God is releasing his divine deliverance and divine healing in your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now he said, Exodus chapter 23 and verse 25. Exodus 23 and verse 25. He says, so you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless he will bless your bread and your water. And I will take our sickness. I will take our sickness from the midst of you. When you serve, I will take away. I will take away generational causes. I will take away the bondages of hell. It's when you serve God, there are some things that will happen in your life automatically. You don't need to pray for it. That is the reward of your dedication. That is, that is the reward of your service to the kingdom. Can you show the man? I will take our sickness. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning. Everyone going through any terminal disease, I command your liberty this morning. I command your liberty in the name of Jesus. Everyone going through one kind of sickness or infirmity, or another in the name of Jesus. This morning is your deliverance in the name of Jesus. So how to shut down your enemy is to be dedicated and devoted to God. That is the fastest way to shut down your enemy. Because God will sit there to make sure that what he said in your world will come to pass. When you serve, when you are dedicated to me, I will take away. Your service has power to take away, to take away the things that God did not put in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. Number three, the reward force of kingdom dedication, divine defense and preservation and protection. God will protect the faithful. God will defend the faithful. God will preserve the faithful. Can you shout hallelujah? Now, Psalm chapter 31 and verse 23, very popular scripture. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserve the dedicated, the faithful. The Lord will defend you. Well, if in the areas we don't even know, when the enemy rise up like a flood, God will say, you can't touch that one. That one has been dedicated to me. That one is dedicated to my kid. You can't touch that one. There are touch not in the kingdom. There are people in the kingdom. God, they, you can't touch them. 
they are unstoppable. They are, they, their services to God have amount, have accumulated so much in the realms of the spirit that you can't bear them. There's a monument of worship, monument of praise, monument of spiritual sacrifice that is in their spiritual account. And the enemy can't touch them. And you shout hallelujah. You'll be part of those in the, in the name of Jesus. I said you'll be part of those in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, now, what are the rules for reward in the kingdom? What are the rules? If I want God to reward me, if I want, what, what must I do? But in every, in every, in the kingdom of God, there are always rules and principles you have to follow for you to see the blessings of God in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, now, you must be faithful. You must be faithful to God. That this does no see in this one does no compromise. You have to be faithful to God. Faithful in your spiritual service, faithful in your physical service, faithful in your financial service. Because when you are doing it, there's a reward. Can you show the man? That's a reward. Now the Bible says this in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5. It said, Follow the Lord's rules for doing his work. Just as an athlete either follow the rules or is disqualified and win no prize. That will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. So serve for the right reasons. Never, never plow against the rule. God expects you to be faithful in whatever gift and calling that's given unto you. Because that is what we release the increase in your life. And you shout hallelujah. So God, I know some people, you are listening to me now, you say, God, I've been faithful. I've been faithful, but I've not seen the reward. I'll speak over someone this morning that there will be a release in your life. A release in your life. Nothing will stop the delivery of that promise of God in your life in the name of Jesus. You have been faithful serving God. And I command a release of your reward in the name of Jesus. This is your season of remembrance. Is your season of remembrance. God will remember your faithfulness and is rewarding you in the service in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. He's a faithful God. Your, your, your dedication to God will never go without a reward. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. You see, the reason why God asked me to preach this sermon is because someone will be remembered. Someone is about to be remembered. It's your turn. I say, it's your turn. I say, it's your turn. In the name of Jesus, it is turning around in your favor. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 14. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 14, he said, For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in the blessings. We will share in the blessings. If we are faithful, if we are faithful to the end, God is looking for faithful people. Because every faithful person will always be rewarded by God. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout hallelujah? 
Okay. Now, I want to go to a very important one this morning. Very important one this morning. What are the rules for reward a kingdom? That's the second one. Who must judge God faithful? This we, have, we miss this a lot. This is where most of us miss it. You must judge God faithful. You must judge God faithful. I'm going to show you some scripture this morning. You must judge God faithful. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. First Corinthians 1 9. It said, God is forever faithful and can be trusted to do this in you. God is forever faithful and can be trusted. Whatever he says he's going to do in your life, he's going to do it. He's faithful to bring that healing, that deliverance, that promotion, that job. He said he is, he can be trusted to do this in you for he has invited you. He has chosen you. He has called you. Everything he says he's going to do, he's going to do. And you shout the man. So you must judge God faithful. When you are faithful in your service, also judge God faithful that he's going to do his part in your life. And you shout the man. I say he's going to do his part in your life. In the name of Jesus. There's a very powerful scripture in Hebrew. You're going to see that on your screen. Chapter 11 and verse 11. Hebrew, Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 11. The Bible says, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged God faithful who has promised. Look, look at that scripture. Because she judged God faithful. The reason why she conceived he got a child because he judged God faithful. Even in the midst of an impossible situation, she judged God faithful. The reason was she believed that God will keep his promise. She believed that God will keep his promise. You see, that's the way the, the Passion Bible put it. He said, for the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise, not on the promise. The authority of our faith rested on the one who made the promise, not on the promise. She judged God faithful and she plucked into God's faithfulness. She tapped into God's faithfulness and miracle was born. So every miracle you desire all you need to do, judge him faithful and plug him into his faithfulness. You got to figure out this is God. He can't fail. Once you understand this is God, he can't change. This is God. He can't fail. And you plug into that faithfulness of God. Your miracle is bound to be released. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout glory to God? Okay. First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. First Corinthians, I'm just doing the teaching this morning. First Corinthians 10 verse 13. He said, we all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. But God, but God will be faithful to you. But God will be faithful to you. 
So it doesn't matter what you're going through. Say, but God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the trial, the severity and nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each time, each test is an opportunity to trust him more. It's an opportunity to be more faithful to God. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that you will, that, that will bring you out of it victoriously. He said he has provided. He didn't say he's going to provide. He has provided. Mark the word. He has already provided a way of escape for you. So for God to allow anything to come, that means that you can handle it. Anything you face in your life, God say, I have provided a way of escape. Someone is coming out this morning in the name of Jesus. Somebody is delivered at the sound of my voice. You will never die where you started. You will not end where you began. In the name of Jesus. He said, I have provided a way of escape and you are coming out victoriously. You are coming out victoriously. I am going to be faithful to you. And you are coming out this morning. You are coming out victoriously in the name of Jesus. You can't die where you are. You are coming and God is lifting you up from the dungeon to, the, to your high places in the name of Jesus. Just believe God and take God by his word. He's always faithful. Judge him faithful. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse, 20, verse 24. I'm going to read this into translation. I hope this will help you. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 24. He said, God will make this happen. For he, will, he who calls you is what? Faithful. God will make it happen. I don't know what it is you're believing God for. God will make it happen for you. God will make it happen. Why? Because he is faithful. He can't change his mind concerning every promise of God in your life. All you need to do, be dedicated to God. Be dedicated to God. And he will take care of every business in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout hallelujah? I want to read that, I want to, I want to read that in, 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 the, in the Passion Translation. The Passion Translation. He said, the one who calls you by name is trustworthy. And will thoroughly, thoroughly, Thoroughly complete his work in you. Thoroughly. I don't need to preach this. You can see it very clearly. He will thoroughly, he will thoroughly complete his work in you. He might look tough. He might look overwhelming. It might look uncomfortable. But God is saying, I will thoroughly complete the work I've started in your life. I will thoroughly complete it. I'm not going to do it halfway. I will finish it. Are you going to come out with your testimony in the name of Jesus? God will turn it around for your good. It might not look good right now. It might not feel good right now. But it will turn out for your good. 
Because God will thoroughly complete the work you started in your life. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Okay. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 and verse 16. Very important scripture. He said, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in unpoint tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That is to say, God said, I can feel your pain. I can feel what you're going through. I know what you're going through. I can feel your pain. Your cry, I can hear your cry. But God is saying, your cry is coming unto me like a memorial. And I'm going to command your deliverance. I'm going to command your freedom and your liberty. Fear not. For God is going to remember you. And it starts from this morning. God will turn the table in your favor. He will turn the table in your favor. He said, I can feel your pain. You don't have a high priest who cannot feel. He said, who cannot be touched with the feeling of what you're going through. He knows what you're going through. But he said, bear in mind that I'm going to help you. I'm going to deliver you. Come boldly. Talk boldly. Speak boldly. Come boldly into the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of and grace is coming into your life this morning. God will multiply his mercies in your life in the name of Jesus. So God is telling someone this morning, as I wrap up this morning, that just count God faithful and be dedicated to whatever God has called you to do. Don't be in the house of the Lord and you're not doing anything for God. Make sure you're part of something. Serve God with your heart. Serve God spiritually, financially, physically. Serve God. And there's a reward for that. It's not, it's not a game. This is the, this, this is the rule of the kingdom. And God said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to reward you. Can you shout amen? Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, my last scripture this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse, we're going to pray. Verse 58 said, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not futile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. Every work you do in the kingdom of God has best. He said, be steadfast. Be steadfast. You are building something that will bring the word in your life. God said, I am not going to forget your labor of love. So don't allow anything to discourage you from serving God. I what he's saying. 
never allow anything. When God comes, he comes suddenly. You see, one thing that, you see, the reason why people are not faithful to God is because God does not pay weekly salaries. He does not pay weekly. He does not pay monthly. He does not pay bi-weekly. God pays in due season. God pays in due season. And you are coming into your due season this morning in the name of Jesus. And when he pays, he pays big. He pays beyond measure. So all you need to do is just be faithful. There will be a sudden burst if you can be faithful. He doesn't pay weekly. He pays in due season. And when he comes, he comes very, very big. He comes beyond your, your widest imagination. That is why you must be dedicated to God. What you are doing here, there's a divine spiritual accumulation that will manifest your expectation. Can you shout hallelujah? So I want us to pray this morning. It's very important. I want us to pray. I'm going to stand. I want to pray. I want us to pray. This word I've had this morning, Lord, help me to put this word into practice. I'm making a decision this morning to bring the word of God I've had this morning to put it to, put it to work in my life. I've made a new decision to put this word in my life. I'm going to dedicate my life to you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you. Someone pray this morning. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you from the depth of my heart. In the name of Jesus, this word you brought to me this morning will bring a change in my life. Let your hand rest upon me. Bring, bring an ever-increasing revelation of this word of God in my heart. Bring an ever-increasing revelation of this word of God in my life. I, am, I will be dependable. You can count on me. I will be faithful to you. And I know you're going to do great things in my life. Father, we thank you this morning. If you're watching us online, you want to pray that prayer wherever you're watching us from. Ask the Lord to give you strength to be dedicated to him. That is where your elevation starts from. That is where every change you expect begins. They are bullied to be faithful because he will always be faithful to us. Can you shout amen? Father, we thank you this morning. As your word is released in our lives, we receive grace and strength to be faithful to you. To believe your word. Because every promise you have given unto us will come to pass in our life. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Let your name be magnified in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout amen. If you receive that word, this one is shout a lot. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you are watching us online, this is very important that Jesus is not the Lord of your life. It doesn't matter what you do, nothing works. God wants you to come to him in salvation. So if you're watching me online this morning and Jesus is not your Lord and your Savior, I want to pray this prayer with me and I want you to make a decision to serve God with all your heart. And you're going to see something happen in your life in the name of Jesus. Oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word. I repent of my sin. I renounce the past. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive the new part cleansed and washed in the word of God. 
with the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. If you pray that prayer, you're going to see something displayed on your screen. And I encourage you to reach out to us. I'm going to get you up and show you the way of Christ. And you're going to see things happen in your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Can you shout hallelujah? Are you blessed this morning? Thank you.